Hello and welcome to the Ohio Bubble. I'm Nick. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Katie. And today we're taking a bit of a break from talking about Ohio in general, and we're going to focus on a specific county. But first, we're going to do another question. Um, today's question is, have you ever been told you look like someone famous and who is it? I'll go first because this is easy. No. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, you said that everyone has a, has a celebrity doppelganger. And I, I believe so. I believe there's a decent match for everyone. I. And. That was a phone. That was a phone. <laughs> was my fo- no, no, it wasn't my phone. As long as I it was my phone. I. There is someone for you. And I know it. I feel like it's someone I know. Okay, that's fine. Let me know when you think when you of figure them. it out. Yeah. Um, t- tell both of us because I'd like to know too. I I'm just, bad at that. I'm bad at that game. Like I'm the person who watches a movie and is like, I know I've seen that person before. And then you know, I go on and I look at the web. Like I go to IMDb or something. And like, nope, I have never seen anything because yep. they are all like foreign movies that I've never seen. Yep. Yep. Right. But Kelsey, Nick told you you're Scarlet. Yeah. So I don't uh, think I don't think that I've. No one's ever really said anything about like that to me. Um, but then Nick's like, no, I've definitely told you that. And he thinks that I look like Scarlett Johansson, which, listen. She does. I'm going to take I that. don't see I it. I don't see it, but I, I, I'll be, yeah, sure. You I, look more like her than any other celebrity I can think of. I can see facial features, but like bone structure, maybe. I don't see it, but you know, that's fine. I don't know. I think we could. I think if we looked harder, we would definitely find someone else. I don't know. I, some a couple of my friends say that because um, a lot of times we do like if there was a movie about our life, who would we cast as each other? Mm-hmm. We do that a lot, probably more than people should. Mm-hmm. Um, but the last time, the last person that they agreed on for me was um, Emma Roberts. Oh, I could see that. So I'll take her too for like attitude. I totally could see, see her playing you. Yes. I don't think she looks like you. I, yes. I think it was more the mannerisms. She could definitely yes. get the mannerisms yes. for me down. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I don't necessarily see Scarlett Johansson, but. I don't either. But so. listen, Nick said no, so. Yeah, so. Nick said it. So uh, <laughs> it's a thing. It. Um, so you? I've gotten Colin Firth. Like a younger Which Colin one is Firth. That? He's the one who played Mr. Darcy in The Six Hour Pride and Prejudice. Yeah, Mr. Mister um, uh, Jones' hair. diary. His hair. His hair. If it was darker, <laughs> then curl, yes. yes. You know, I could. I've I, seen pictures where it's like, you know what? I, actually, it kind of isn't bad. Have I ever told you about my Jane Austen curse? No. Every single time I try to read a Jane Austen book, something horrible happens in my life. So I tried to read Northanger Abbey when I was sixteen, and I was sixteen, and and bad stuff happened. I tried to pick it. I tried to pick. Um, pick up Sense and Sensibility when I was 17 and uh, my mom broke her back. So I'm like, all right, fine. So I just at various times I've tried to pick up different Jane Austen books and within months of it, my aunt got cancer. My uncle got cancer. Um, I'm not saying these are related. It's just things come out. Um, I've had family members be in bad accidents. I've had like horrible things happen in the news. Like, oh, all of a sudden there's this like horrible famine and horrible wildfires and things happening all over to be fair that happens like every day that does you really can't you can't you gotta take out the famine and the wildfires out but the whole like the cancers and the break in the back that is no no hold on 
So I'm like, I wonder if this extends to audiobooks. So I bought a five, it was a, it was a five pack from um, Audible because I have Audible. I bought a five pack in Audible in November of 2019. Yeah, but that took like five months. <laughs> yeah, I mean. It doesn't, but that's the thing is, I'm telling you, within a few months, something bad happens. But it doesn't. But every yeah. single time. I, there, there's a song that I. I'm not saying. I, I don't know. I'm it's, not saying it's real. I'm just it's, saying it's, it's very unusual. It's too far away for me to. No, I'm not going to say the correlation is causation. I'm not saying that. Certainly not. Not saying that. I don't even see a core. I mean, like, months difference. Like, I, nah. As I'm actively reading a book, something happens. Ah. I'm just saying it's been happening since I was 16. And anyway. Move on. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So rather than covering a whole like one topic about the whole of Ohio, we're diving into one particular county. And um, we can't be normal and go in alphabetical order. We're going to go in chronological order. So we are starting with Washington County. Yeah. It is in I, the... Yeah, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, it's in, in the um, southeast part of the state near the uh, Ohio River. I've, I've got to admit, I was amazed there really was a chronological order. I assumed it was like... You know, probably divided once when it became a state and then maybe subdivided a couple times after that. But, like, no, um, there was, like, this is a county. Oh, then this is going to be a county. And yeah, Washington was the first. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, like Katie said, it's in the southeast corner of the state. It's on the Ohio River, which is kind of its its claim to fame. Yeah. For, from what I found, life in Washington County is very much based on the Ohio River. For those of you who are not from Ohio, um, the Ohio River is the southern boundary of the state, and it is one of the largest rivers in the country. It's, I believe, the second largest tributary of the Mississippi after the Missouri. You want to define tributary for those who may not know, like me? Um, river that flows, flows into another into river. Thank you. That's what I figured, but you know. You know, it brings tribute. I'm very to... tired. Oh, okay. so anyway, you said that it was um, the first. It was the first state. It was the first county founded in the state. Technically, it was founded before the state was a state. Yeah, that was that was I've I, I found that interesting. It was founded in seventeen eighty eight, but Ohio wasn't a state until eighteen o three. So it existed as a county before the state of Ohio was a thing. America was yeah. barely even a country at that. America point. was barely a country. It was it was actually populated from the. Um, it was one of the territories that. The country gave to the revolutionaries who fought, like the captains, you know, officers mm-hmm. in the Revolutionary War. Mm-hmm. Um, this was one of the areas that was divided up among them and given to mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. So Marietta was actually the first European settlement in not just Ohio, but uh, so Marietta is the county seat of Washington County. It was the first uh, European settlement in what was the Northwest Territory, which was Ohio, Indiana, I believe, mm-hmm. Illinois, Michigan, um, I think part of Wisconsin. It was actually the city was founded before Washington County. The city was founded yeah. on yeah. April 7th of 1788, and Washington County was founded, technically founded July 27th yep. of 1788. So it, it was pretty obvious then that Marietta is going to be the county seat. Cause yeah, it's pretty yeah. much like a... It has to yeah. be since this whole thing is growing up around it. 
Yeah. Uh, Marietta. Did you guys see Marietta was named for Marie Antoinette? Yeah. For France's, after France's um, support of the colonists in the revolution. Well, you know, it makes sense. She was a pretty cool lady till she lost her head. Mm-hmm. And then Washington County was named Hold after Hold on, I'm sorry. That was good, Nick. That was that was very subtle. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Um, yeah, no, I did not. I did not see that. What I liked was so Washington County is named for George Washington, mm-hmm. and at the time, being in 1788, obviously we fought the Revolutionary War. We declared independence in 1776. Washington was president in 1789. The county was founded in 1788. They named it in honor of General Washington. Without realizing he would later become president. Yeah, but... I mean, they uh, probably had an idea. They had an idea. They're like, okay, yeah, this guy's probably going to be in charge. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. But it just... It's like, yeah, he he seems important. We're just going to name it after him. I mean, the the U.S. Constitution was only a year before that. Yeah. So it is really crazy how how early that was in american history that that this mm-hmm. town is is forming it was yeah and you know i mean we're talking the the first county in ohio really being born just a few years after the the revolutionary war mm-hmm. but you go to new york massachusetts uh, Vermont, Virginia, you have places that go back to the 1500s because it's just interesting that time frame of it's new to us, even with the American Revolution, but even it's three, still 300 years in the past of the settlement. It just, the time scale is still, it's just interesting. I don't know. Yeah. It, and it, it really does make sense that the Ohio River is kind of the focus of this. Yeah. The state was named after the river. The river mm-hmm. was named before the state. And, this, right. and it was a Indian word, Ohio. It means uh, like great river, I think. Yeah. Or good river. Good river. And it was river. a good river. So the the Ohio and Erie Canal uh, hooked up the the river to the... To Lake Erie, and then the Erie Canal connected uh, Lake Erie with the Hudson River. So you could flow, you could uh, take your boat and, you know, your cargo from New York City up the Hudson, up the Erie Canal to Lake Erie, then down the Ohio and Erie Canal to the Ohio River, and then down the Ohio to the Mississippi and uh, trade in New Orleans, which um, these canals were built in... The uh, early 1800s, and they were the highways of the day. Um, the Ohio and Erie Canal, I don't believe, is anywhere near Washington County, but, uh, but I didn't see it. It makes sense that the the first town in Ohio is built right on the Ohio River, right across yeah. from what is now West Virginia. At the time, it was Virginia. Yeah. Well, that's why they picked it because it was right. It was right next. It was right. It was, it was right. across. Or I say yeah. highway water. You're fine. Well, it was a highway. It was a it was a highway. It was it was the, the original fastest highway. Way the original to travel. Highway. Okay, so one of my favorite things whenever whenever my mom, my mom likes all the pioneer movies um, from Hallmark, like uh, no, no, what's it called? The Love Saga. It's like love's enduring promise, love's unending journey, love's. Oh yeah, there's like twenty of those. There's things. yeah, there's a bunch of them, um, but they have a wag uh, horse and wagon, and they have the um, handle to break the. To, to pull and break the wheel and then they wrap the mm-hmm. horse reins and i jokingly always say it's the original it's the original manual transmission well yeah so um but yeah no with the but with the uh 
because they gave it with the revolutionary officers, there's a really big prevalence of DAR and SAR chapters in Washington County. So you have yeah. daughters of the American Revolution and sons of the American mm. Revolution. So, I mean, I you don't think about that until you start connecting all the dots. And so the the county was founded actually for li- literal sons of the revolution. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it makes sense that they would have DAR and SAR chapters, and it's it's a prevalent thing for them. Hmm. Um. I mean, but the thing is, like, we can go back even farther, and there's a lot of ancient Native American mm-hmm. culture yes. there. Um. One of the things is um. The Hopewell culture. Yep. And mm-hmm. Hopewell, so Hopewell isn't like um, a single group or society, I should say. It's like. It wasn't a single tribe. No, it was, it was a collection, it was a of, collection of them that all. Um, it's almost like an era of culture more than. It was, age. no, it was more like a, it's a network. So okay. it was a network of like trade routes from yes. um, like the Northwestern and the Midwestern or mid, yeah, the Midwestern. Um, from 100 BCE to 500 CE. So, like, way back when. And there's a lot of stuff, like, like um, earthworks, like mounds. Mm-hmm. The Marietta earthworks, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're actually, like, pyramid-shaped. Pyramid, conical, there's caves, mm-hmm. there's there's a bunch of stuff that's been there. It's, yeah. Around yes. in Marietta. There's a ton of, well, there's a ton of earthworks in general around Ohio. Yes, because of the Because of the Hopewell of, culture and the Adena culture before actually, that. Actually, yeah. I think it said that the, the Scioto River, River Valley is like the most, has the most stuff yeah. like wow. still mm-hmm. there. But I just kind of skimmed that because it had nothing to do with Washington County. So I didn't really pay attention to that stuff yet. We'll get there when we we'll get, get there. We'll get there when we get there. Yep. Um, one cool thing about the earthworks in Marietta is that uh, the settlers built their own cemetery around the mound. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I read about yeah, that, Yeah, they didn't, they didn't disrupt it. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. That was very... That was kinder than um, most settlers were back then. Yeah. Um, so just a few like demographics about Washington County. Uh, this, the 2020 census had um, nearly 60,000 people for yep. Washington. It is the 42nd most populated county out of 88. So it's pretty average in terms of a population by county. But it's the fifth largest by size. Yep. It's um, well, Okay, go ahead and steal my next bullet 640 point. square miles. You got to talk quick. <laughs> There's nothing quick about me today. Uh, the government is a three-member board of county yep. commissioners, which seems to be about um, standard for Ohio. There's a couple exceptions, but I don't know what those are because, once again, I really didn't care right now. Just yep. cared about Washington. Um, and then there are the schools. There's six high schools, so I'm assuming that there would be six school districts if we're following logic. Mm-hmm. Yes. At least in my school, around where I'm from, which is probably more like... Washington County, then yeah, that makes Franklin sense. County. One school sense. district gets one high school. Unless yeah. you're me, and I, there were three high schools for one district. Right, but like I but said, I'm sure Washington Franklin County, County is much is, is more similar to Ashtabula than it is. I'm to gonna Franklin. I'm gonna look it up. I have I have. A but um, it has a tech school. It has mm-hmm. a community college, a two year college. Washington State Community College, and then its four-year college is in Marietta, and the tech school, the community college, and obviously Marietta and, are yes. all yeah. in Marietta. Yeah. Oh, nope. Ashtabula uh, is the 29th 
most populous county. It has 97,000 residents. Oh, that's pretty close. So it's even you. smaller than, so Washington County is even smaller. Yeah. Yes, but so, Asheville is also the biggest county. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm just saying. So I'm just giving you a number, Kelsey. I wasn't. Well, when I, I said could. similar to Ashtabula, I yes. meant more rural. Oh, so oh, it yeah, would definitely. have. So it would probably have the definitely one yeah. high school per school system. So yeah, Kelsey mentioned uh, Marietta College, and it is actually um, a pretty well ranked school. Is it? Private or public? It is a private school, private liberal arts school, which, um, well, we went to a liberal arts school as well, which I always like that, that, that style of education where you, you do get to learn a little bit about everything. And yeah, um, I say that I hated calculus. With oh, yeah. Well, Excuse you. I avoided math in, intentionally, but uh, I did not have a choice. I was so mad. I would have been av- able to avoid it. And then we went to semesters. Right. And I was like, oh, and that changed my math credits not needed for graduation and i was so no yeah it was the worst i went from needing half a year of math of calculus year to a full year and i'm just like i feel like you should you should be grandfathered in at that really i think only no i don't even think seniors were grandfathered in because i know one person that one person i graduated he started i think he was like Two or three years older than me, and we graduated the same year because all of his credits got so messed up in the switch to semesters from quarters. So he was so he was there like an extra couple years. I would be livid. Like at that point, OSU better be paying me to go there. Yeah, really. Yeah, Marietta was ranked by U.S. News and World Report as the number two best value of education. In the Midwest, and really, a, yeah, and a similar as in value of best education per money. So is it just it's, a four-year college? It, do they also do master's? Program? It is a four-year four college. Year. It's, okay. Because um, I'm like, man, can I get like a, a yeah a, a grad degree from there? Because it was a good value for money. It it is a great uh, four year school though. They have a statistic on their website that one hundred percent of pre law students are accepted into law school. Nice. What? Yes, one hundred percent. That's amazing. Oh wait, do, do they actually have a pre law degree? Uh yeah. They they're one of the few left because that's not a thing really anymore. Just because a lot of people who, if you get a pre law degree. You- kind of have to go to law school you kind of have to go to law school and like my sister was my sister wanted to be a lawyer for the longest time and but she started working with lawyers and around lawyers and she was she worked in a legal legal offices and she didn't like the lifestyle that lawyers led it was just it was all work and just no personal life and she she wasn't about that so she became a paralegal instead and if she would have gotten the pre-law degree, you're still kind of stuck doing that. Yeah. yeah. So There's not really a fallback. So I kind of get that why law – I kind of get why law schools were like, okay, we'll open it up to other things. That's why yeah. like med schools mm-hmm. – or people, yeah. who, people who go to med school, they usually have like a degree in a, like biology or microbiology. Mm-hmm. But there's no pre-med I, I, there might degree. there might be like a couple colleges might mm. still do that, yeah. but like I said, most most have moved on from that. Mm. So yeah, it's it's interesting that they still have a pre law. 
But that might be one of the reasons why they have a hundred percent success rate of placing well, yeah. um, students in law schools because they obviously know they're serious. I don't, I don't know if it would show a law school that they're more serious about it, but you have a pre-law degree. You're kind of like, okay, well, there's no other choice of action for you. So come on in. Yeah, I well, I, I mean, I'm they not might used also to hearing 100% of anything. Yeah, Marietta might also be very selective about who they allow into their pre-law that's, program. That's, that's probably true. That might possible. be a very rigorous program yeah, for them. Yeah, that's true. When I was originally doing research into people from Washington County, I didn't think to, to do people associated with the university, but it is a larger – it's not officially a university, it's a college, but it's a larger um, – very well respected school, so it does have some very notable alumni. One of whom is Franklin Story Musgrave, who goes by Story. It's his middle name calls himself Story. I find that interesting. I mean, honestly, if my middle name was Story, I'd probably go by that too. Story Musgrave is a retired NASA astronaut. There you go, Katie. Okay, I knew it sounded familiar. I know, yep. me too. I'm like, ah, this sounds super familiar. He is the only person who has been on flights of all five space shuttles. What? Yeah. Wow, good for him. Oh, jealous. So he's now works as a physician um, after retiring from NASA. Because why not? Just, you know, become a doctor after becoming an astronaut. I mean, and that's just, that is, that's... He is a consultant to Disney's Imagineering. That is legit my dream job. Okay. He so, literally so first, has my two dream yeah. jobs. First, he was an astronaut. You really should have gone to Marietta. I know, apparently. Apparently. Then he becomes a doctor and he's a consultant for Imagineering. The only reason... How smart is this guy? Well, I think he was a physician with NASA. I think that was his... Uh, oh, that makes sense. I think that sense. was his role on the... Uh, on the on the, sh- on on the missions, yeah. I, I'm, okay, that makes sense. No, the, okay, that, that does make sense. But I, he became an astronaut, dream one. Worked for NASA, dream one. <laughs> and then was on a consultant as a Disney Imagineer, dream two. Yeah, oh, I wanted to be. A, I want to be a Disney Imagineer. I I would settle for like Cedar Point if Cedar Point was like, "Hey, we want to hire you to do this." I'd be like, "Yes, please." He also had a cameo in the movie Mission to Mars. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, and Home Improvement. Who was he in Home? Imp- I, I I don't know why it, I'm it asking. Was a, it was a really small role. I would not know. I don't know Home Improvement. Um, it doesn't like that. say. Oh yeah. He played an astronaut in Home Improvement, which Imagine makes, that. makes sense. But um, so yeah, pretty cool guy went to Marietta. Okay. Um, I also found out completely randomly last night about another person associated with Marietta College. Um, so I, I often um, I, I like to watch the show on PBS. I don't know if either of you've seen it. Uh, Songs at the Center. No. It is worth watching. It's at uh, 11 p.m. on Saturdays. It is a local music show. I don't have cable. It's PBS. PBS. You PBS don't need cable. Is, you don't need cable. Oh, where do I get it? Uh, do you have it? I can help you get an antenna for your TV. I have an antenna, but I don't know what channel PBS 34. Oh, 34. I don't have 30. Mine goes up to like 16. You need a better antenna. Ah, it's fine. Um, You're good. I need it for like Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> it uh, it's kind of like this uh, songwriters in the round thing, where they get 
uh, three, four songwriters together in a room. So um, I was watching last night, and there was a phenomenal blues blues guitarist and singer named Sadie Johnson, who, as it turns out, is a student at Marietta. Great okay. guitarist, great singer. She really has like a Janis Joplin vibe. Okay. Ooh, okay. And she's a really cool person. She uh, lobbied the school to create a degree in music therapy. But there's a lot of uh, very significant people in history who were actually born in Washington County, um, particularly in Marietta, which is the largest town in... It's a city. It's yeah, it is. Town. It's a city. Uh, I mean, there are well, legitimately towns. There's only technically two cities in... Right. And I, I mostly looked into the, the cities rather yeah, than the towns. Yeah, makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the eighth postmaster general of the United States was from Marietta. His name was Return Meigs. Return, again. There, there's some interesting uh, first names in Marietta. I really thought you were going to say Return Mail for like <laughs> a hot second. I did, and I thought to myself, well, I didn't make that connection. He really didn't have any other choice for but a career. Still, he has a yeah. very fitting name. But for still, ret- any, I mean, return anything. But like yeah. when you, I thought you were going to say return mail, and I was like, <laughs> nope. His parents were like, nope. Well, he is. He's not going to be a doctor. Profession. He's not going to be a lawyer. He is going to be a postmaster. <laughs> There's you, you one profession for this young man. Which postmaster is? At the time, it was a huge thing. I mean, oh, this yeah. was this was before the telegram and telephone, let alone email. Yes, that was how they. Yeah, that was. Yes, I mean, you were one of the most powerful people in the country if you're the postmaster general. And um, he is the namesake of Meigs County, Ohio. Yeah, we'll get there eventually. Um, well, yeah, we will get there. Uh, our goal is to do all eighty-eight counties. Um, maybe a little ambitious, but. Uh, Hey, we like biting off more than we can chew. Just to let you know, there are four graduate degrees you can get at Marietta. Clinical Mental Health Counseling, Master of Arts in Psychology, Master of Athletic Training, and Physician Assistant Studies Program. And the Physician Assistant. I'm just reading off the website. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So where to next? Well, you were talking about... Any other famous people from yeah, any Washington other County? So... Uh, not from Marietta, but from Belpre, which is the next town to the city. west. City. Yes. That's it. There's, there's only two cities. I'm trying to give them the shout out. It's just Belpre and Marietta. Yep. Um, Belpre um, was home to Captain Cumberland W. Posey. And uh, Captain Posey was a successful African-American businessman in the late 19th and early 20th century, um, running towboats, a bank, and even one of the first black baseball teams in Pittsburgh. For a half second, you said a towboat, and I pictured a toe on a boat. That's boats a, with feet? Boats with feet. That's, that's I'm like, a, what? Oh, um, that type of toe. He had a fleet, ultimately. That's really cool. He's yeah. able to do that. Um, I wish I could have a fleet of something. Well, speaking of Belpre and Marietta, because they are right on the river... But they it became the, uh, the main thoroughfare thoroughfare for the Underground Railroad from Wood County, West Virginia, uh, Wood, Wood County, Virginia at the time. 
Wow, yeah. So yeah, so the Underground Railroad began in 1812 and it picked up picked up steam, but um <laughs> in the 30s. So the first in Belpre was Johnstone's Okay, so if you don't know about Underground Railroad, like you had stations where they could stop for the night and then the the um lines were the ways that they would go from like one station to another and then you had the people like uh, the conductors, I can't remember. like it's all train talk. Mm-hmm. The first um, underground railroad station uh, was in Belpre, and it's named after the first settlers in Washington County, the Stone family. So it's named the Johnstone Station. That's really cool. One, but but yeah, it was it was instrumental in the underground railroad of getting because we're so close to Canada. So mm-hmm. once you made it to Ohio, you're practically home free. So it was that was one of the major stops was. Belpre or Marietta, and then you go from Belpre or Marietta up north through. Um, one of the things that I really so covered bridges are a huge thing in Ohio. Yes, they are, and there's still a ton of operating covered bridges in Washington County. Yeah, there's like actually a trail that, or a yeah. a specific road that that uh, takes, takes several. Th- yeah, you can look at them, and there's a website on the so on their website, the county website. Um, there's something where you can go on and see pictures of every covered bridge. And I was going to be like, oh, that's cool. I'll just write down their names. Except there's like 20 pictures per page. And there's more than five pages. And then I noped out of that. I'm like, I'm not going to do that. So there's a lot of covered bridges. I don't know if all of them are walkable or drivable, but you can definitely go see them. Being nature's, I mean, obviously it's really rural, so nature's a huge thing in It like, says mm-hmm. that Washington. there's only nine. Only nine? I'm literally on the website that you were on. So I don't know what page you went to. Maybe I was looking at them all in Ohio. Maybe that's what I was looking oh. at. You might have been in all of Ohio. I might have been in all of Ohio because there was a lot of pictures of because on the page itself there were like there were at least ten. Yeah, it looks like um, the Renard Bridge, the Renard Covered Bridge had a, there was a flood and it got destroyed. So most of the pictures are of it, of its restoration. Oh, the reconstruction. Oh, that's probably what she saw. That's what I'm seeing. Okay. Yeah. You guys are going to, you're amazed in Ashtabula. Ashtabula actually has the most. How many? I don't know. We have an, like, there's an actual festival for them. Oh, cool. Oh, speaking of festivals, um, Marietta. Uh, has a Rivers, Trails, and Ales festival. Did you oh see my that? gosh, why, when? Second weekend of August. Well, you know, we can't catch We're everything. Go next year. But it's free admission. Trails and Ales? Uh, rivers, rivers trails, trails, and Ales. Rivers, Trails, and Ales. Well, actually, it's it's two rivers. Um, Marietta is where the Muskingum flows Muskingum. into the Ohio. So yeah, it's the Rivers, Trails, and Ales festival. It's the second weekend of August. Free admission, and we are still going next time. Yes. Yeah. That was the perfect segue, Kelsey. How did you do that? I just, I'm a genius. You so. are. You want to? You want to guess what I'm going to say next? Um, let's see. We've talked about the Underground Railroad. Mm-hmm. We've talked about um, the Earth work. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the Earth. The Earth. I yeah. I didn't mean to pause in between the. <laughs> well, there's a few more word. people. You're good. Um. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good people. Good people. Yeah. Sure. Who else do you got? Uh, next on my list, I have Harrison Gray Otis, 
who made a very big impact very far away from Marietta, but was born there, um, actually in multiple waves, and he started a dynasty. A dynasty? Specifically the Otis's, Otis's, Otis's Famous Cookies. No. Dang it. I thought I was going to beat you to it. No, no, it's it's not those. So earlier in his life, he was in the Republican National Convention that nominated Abraham Lincoln for president. He then fought in the Civil War. Okay. And then after the war, he moved with his family out to California. He founded the Los Angeles Times. Really? Okay, I, I call that a dynasty. Um, he was a major uh, political commentator at the time. He was famous for his catchphrase, you're either with me or against me. And then his son would continue the family tradition. Sometimes we make mistakes on this show. Usually we're able to correct them in the show notes. In this case, I felt it was a big enough mistake to point it out here that it was not his son, but grandson. Anyway, back to the show. Wow, interesting. So his son, um, Norman Chandler, was also in charge of the Los Angeles Times and became a major, uh, a major funder of uh, cultural sites in Los Angeles. So Norman Chandler was... Um, a big part of the restoration of the Hollywood Bowl. He and his wife, his wife was very, his wife Dorothy Buffum Chandler, who was also known as Buffy, um, was a very big patron of the arts. And she is, she hosted a major fundraiser that led to the creation of the Los Angeles uh, Music Center. Uh, the fundraiser was a benefit concert with Danny Kay, Dinah Shore, and Jack Benny. It raised four hundred thousand dollars in nineteen fifty five. What for the creation of what's that now? Four hundred thousand in nineteen fifty five. That that's well over a million. Yeah, um, that's multiple millions. I think that was one event. That was one concert that brought in that much. Well, and. You had Danny Kay. You had Danny Kay. You had Jack Benny. You had Dinah Shore. So, pretty huge names. Yeah, those are... Wow. And, like, they were all at the height of their... their, Yeah. um, Norman Chandler was also on the cover of Time Magazine at one point. So, yeah, Harrison Gray Otis really started a family dynasty that is still very well known. Like, actually, even Harrison Otis himself... Uh, would give a lot to the uh, arts in in Los Angeles, and uh, the property that he gave became the Otis College of Art and Design. And I'm not going to go through them, but there's a ton of people who are listed as notable alumni of that university, most of them artists. So basically, Ohio... Basically, Marietta, Marietta, L- LA, Ohio. you should really thank Ohio right now. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm. It's what you're getting out. Yes. That's, that's, that's what I'm taking from this. Yes. Whole thing is, um, yes. Ohio LA. is, LA is indebted to Ohio. So, yes. Let's get some stuff. 
Okay, well, so I don't, I can't think of what Katie was going to say next. So what's, what was your next thing? The one thing we're missing? Death. Oh, yes, I've got mm. some death. What you got? I've got the Anchorage Mansion. Oh, that's not what I got. Oh. I got a museum. Oh, I'd like to hear this. I may have missed this. No, you go first. You go first. Okay. Um, the Anchorage Mansion is this large um, Italianate mansion that was built by a man named Douglas Putnam for his wife, Eliza, who died very shortly after. So a lot of people have actually seen her in the windows of the house, uh, her ghost, supposedly. Spooky. Um, but the house has actually had a, a very massive history. It would eventually go to the uh, oil baron Edward McTaggart. And then after that, it became a nursing home. It's since been restored by, and is in the process of being restored by the County Historical Society. But yeah, some people see the original owner, Eliza, in the windows. Okay. I mean, is there any, is, is it operating as a museum? Is it, is it? It is. It it is a museum now. It's it's run by the uh, Washington County Historical Society. They are still working to uh, to restore it to further restore. It's called the Anchorage, right? It's called the Anchorage. Did you see the walls are two inches? Or sorry, two inches, (laughs) two feet thick. I didn't see that. Two feet thick of sandstone. Yep. Where'd you get that? From the literally the very first page (laughs) on the website. Okay, the one that I was reading. Like I yeah, the walls are the walls are like two. yeah. The the bricks are two feet thick of sandstone. It's two feet thick sandstone bricks. Yeah. Well, wow. yeah. sandstone is so prevalent in um, Marietta. The have, I think all of Ohio. It's all of Ohio. Let's be well, real. actually, most of Ohio is limestone. Yeah. What limestone's the the main? I thought it was no sandstone isn't then sandstone. That's why we have next. so many caves. Because um, well, caves are limestone. Maybe it's. Limestone around here. It might be sandstone down south. Well, even I don't. I don't know. All I know is in Minecraft, you can build a house with sand and it protects you from zombies. Okay. Yeah, 24 inches thick. That's crazy. Yeah. I was like, because there's no caves. Like, I honestly, until you guys started talking a lot about caves, I didn't realize that Ohio had very many. And you, like, almost every other podcast you guys talk about. Like Ohio has a crap ton of caves, caves. and I'm yeah. like, we're we like next oh. after Kentucky. Now, now granted, I never knew any of that. Granted, um, I always talk about like two caves. I talk about Old Man's Cavern and uh, Ohio Caverns. Ohio Caverns. Thank you. We we have a lot more though. There's a oh, I know yeah. we do. Those are the only two I talk about because those are the yeah. only ones I know. All right. Well, um, you have some death in there, but you it sounds like you've got some more death. I got I got something else. I. I found this, and this, this, this made me smile. So there's a funeral home called Collie and People's Funeral Home. They run a mortuary museum. Oh wow! And this is I am quoting directly from the website. Um, it, exploring some of the history of our profession can shed a different light on what we do. Just ask any of us; we'll be pleased to give you a tour of our museum. It is a tour of mortuary work throughout the throughout the years and they also have different hearses 
Like, of course they do. Yeah. So they have a 1938 Packard, like fully restored. They have a 1927 Henley. Or sorry, not Henley. 1927 Henny. They have a 1940 Packard. And then they have an 1895 horse-drawn carriage. That is what I want. I picked that out my, my hearse. I also have a 1948 Packard Deluxe. I mean, Packard yeah. was like Packard that was, was the, the luxury name. card back then. Yeah, that was uh, that was the name. Which it's actually crazy when 40s. you think about it. Most people, the nicest car they ever ride in is the hearse. I mean, you know, sometimes you gotta you gotta wait a little while to ride in something nice. I don't know. No, yeah. don't do that. Live your life. Live your life. Yeah. Rent a limo for a night. Not a Hummer limo. Old hearse. Not a Hummer limo. Actually, okay, so one one of the things we wanted to do for my mom, because she used to drive um, like an hour to and from work for a week around her birthday, I, uh, we were going to get her a personal driver to take her to and from work so she could like sleep in the car or grade while she's a teacher. So she could grade while she's going back and forth, give her that extra time. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why it ever never really came to fruition. And now she's only 20 minutes away, and we're like, eh, it's not the end of the world. <laughs> and I drive her around a lot, too. Um, but I've also thought, I want, I've always said my next car is going to be as dumb as a box of rocks. I don't want a smart car. I want, I want a car that blinks a code to me when something's broken. I don't want to have to plug it into a computer and for the computer to tell me what's wrong. I want a mm-hmm. blinky code car what car do you have that you plug into something the car you have now yeah the car you have now like when your check engine light comes on you need to plug it into a computer for it to tell you what's wrong oh i don't do that i take it somewhere and well, then i don't, they I, don't want, I don't want them i want to be able to fix it i want to be able to fix my car so i want it to blink out a code and then i go oh dot 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 dash what is that code and then i look it up in the manual and it goes oh your oil mm-hmm. needs change or i don't know just whatever transmission is going whatever sensor is bad and then i fix it or basic basic computer mechanics where it's like okay everything now is on a sensor and you can read it and it it rather than rather than a blinky code it just gives you an error code that's literally the only difference i'll be okay with that but i want a car that is dumber than a box of rocks because i don't have to upgrade the computer in my car like i do a laptop anyway i was thinking i should get a hearse that's it that's the, how this all related I back. I mean, people I should get, would get out of your hearse. way. I should get an old school hearse. I'd have plenty of room in the back seat. People would get out of your way. Not necessarily. Only if you have people behind you. True. If I fly those like, flags. I, listen, yeah, I'm saying I mean, if I see a hearse and it's all by itself, I'm not necessarily going to give it my right of way. Flying hmm. those flags on a hearse, that really, really seems like morally just awful. I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't. I would. No, I know you wouldn't, but like, just yikes. <laughs> no, but I think about it. Think of all the room you would have, and the back pulls out. You have a. You could build like you could have something in the back that pulls out, and then you put it away, and you could have automatic storage. I don't know. I'm just. Um, but well, yeah. Anyway, the the people. This it just sounds interesting. It's a. It sounds like it's a, a very museum, cool museum of mortuary art. Like the arts of being a mortuary. It, it is definitely an art profession. Have either of you seen that Wired interview with the uh, the mortician? Nope. It's really cool. It, it's cool that like he's a very likable guy, 
And he just kind of explains, here's why I do it. Here's what it's like to do it. And he's very good at making it seem like, you know, this is not that weird of a job. It's, it's an, I would say it's a calling of a, it's a calling of a profession because you're dealing with someone in, you're not dealing with a, you're dealing with a person, you're dealing with the shell of a human, but it still needs to be treated with human dignity and human respect or respect and dignity. And a lot of people don't get that, don't understand that. And no, you need to. And that was basically the message I heard from this guy. Yeah. Um, that it, it's it's a really respectful thing that he's doing, mm-hmm. even when he's dealing with some unpleasant parts of of the job of the job. My mom, she did an internship program for fifteen years, something insane. Wow! And there were there were students that they would be like, "What do you want to do?" And they'd be like, "I think I want to go into mortuary work." And these are these are high schoolers. Mm-hmm. They're they're sixteen and seventeen year olds, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen year olds, and she would. And they're get not them, joking. And they're not joking that she would get them placed in a morgue or with a funeral home, and they would they would help pre- either prepare the body or deal with the families because it's, there's not just there's more roles in a funeral home than just preparing a body. There's a lot of roles. There's um some um, have grief counselors available and that might, you know, you might become a grief counselor at a funeral home, helping families deal with that immediate sense of loss mm-hmm. and passing that off to another, you know, another counselor for more long-term care, but being there with a family during that time, that that's an absolute calling. That's absolutely a calling. Definitely. Clearly. So I just, I would consider it a calling. Yeah, I, I think so too. Because uh, it really, it, yeah. It's definitely something that you know you want to do. Yeah. yeah. It's not like a, mm, I'll give it a try. Yeah. Well, that's a very cool museum. And there's actually. I would want to go. I would personally, I would be interested in going. I would go. too. Yeah. There's actually a lot of great museums in, in Marietta. Yeah. Um, there is the Ohio River Museum. So the Museum of the Ohio River. Um, it talks a lot about uh, the history of the river itself and travel on the river um they say the pride of their collection is the wp snyder jr it's a giant uh well not giant but it it looks very big it's it's a uh, river steamer uh the mm-hmm. kind you think of with with mark twain so the river is so the museum is a riverside museum which makes sense um, that's where they can actually dock the uh, the W.P. Snyder. The irony is, it's not on the Ohio River; it's on the, the Muskingum. Wait, how do you say how do you say it? Mus- Muskingum. Muskingum. Mm-hmm. I've always said Muskingum River. That's pretty close. Muskingum. Yeah. Is that wrong? I have no idea. I don't. I don't know. Well, the thing I've always wondered about it, and one I'm sure I'll look it up because we're going to talk about it more because it is one of the bigger rivers in Ohio, is does the name refer to, like, smelly gum, look, tree sap? What? Well, gum often refers to, like, tree sap because that's where chewing gum came from originally. Musking gum? So it's, yeah, musking, gum that musks. So I maybe don't like, think so because if, if it's a tree sap... It wouldn't musk because musk is some tree saps stink. 
Yeah, but would it? Oh, that's true. Okay, I didn't think about that. I don't know. I don't know. I thought it was just. We'll find out. Find out <laughs> how that got its name. We will. Um, um, would not you like today. to know now? Yes. Okay. Um, it derives from the Shawnee word. I'm not going to say the Shawnee word, um, meaning swampy ground. Okay. It's a okay. good name um, for a river. Um, another museum that uh, they have in Marietta is the Campus Martius, which I'm going to guess is Latin for military area, but it I keep thinking it's a fort, and it looks like it does have a fort. It contains the two oldest buildings in Ohio. Which are? Good question. (laughs) Um, Well, well, while you're looking that up, I have a really interesting fact about old building. No, it's not an interesting fact. It's a fun fact, according to Kelsey. So Washington County went went through several different courthouses and jails Mm -hmm. in in its history. Yes, yes, I saw saw that. that. Yeah. There was a jail built in 1901 yep. that was still in use until and used until 2004. 2000. Mm-hmm. I saw that too. Oh. It was used for 103 years before a new one was built. If I had to be in jail, I think I would want to be in one that has some history. I don't. Like, to look at? Yeah, sure. Very pretty. But, like, if I have to be in jail, it's not going to be a century-old one. Not only would it be, like, absolutely frigid, (laughs) but it would probably smell a little musty. Not only that, but you have a hundred years worth of other prisoners. Okay? I'm not sleeping on whatever bed they gave me. Just, no. If I have to be a prisoner... I don't think I it's a hundred like, years with the same bed. I you don't know that. I mean, if you're in prison, you, you are going to be sharing. You are going to be using a bed that somebody else has used. You, there's no getting around that. Well, no, but and I, it's not going to be a hundred year old Which is why Kelsey will bed. never commit a crime. <laughs> I just won't get caught. That's true. <laughs> Kelsey, the look on your the incredulous look on your face of I think I'd prefer a, a one with history. The look of what. On your face was priceless. Listen, like I said, to look at, yes. To visit, absolutely. But to actually be incarcerated there? No. No. No, I'll, I'll take it. They used to build prisons a lot nicer. Now it's all, you know, it's a, a utilitarian building that's, okay, we've got to house people here. It's still pretty utilitarian. Like, it was not much better. It just looked prettier. Well, yeah, I'd rather live in a place that looks prettier. Probably on the outside. Probably not so much on the inside. The the, the cell was worse, objectively worse, in like the 1901 era. It might have looked better, but living conditions were worse. Yes, they were worse then. I'm sure they wouldn't have remained at that level. Or maybe they did. Maybe that's why they shut it down. I mean, I'm sure they didn't. They probably... Uh, There had to have been improvements. I mean, you'd think, maybe not. It, it, who knows? It, it's hard to tell. I've I heard stories about some of those prisons that were around for a long time ending up being used for far more people than they should have been. But yeah, it's like, this but, holds 500 people. We have, you know, 1,700 people in here. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. So the oldest uh, buildings are the Ohio Company Land Office, which, so they were like the, the first developers of Ohio, right? 
um, the Ohio company. Yes, yeah. yes, I read about them. Yeah. Um, so their like office is one of them. The other is the Rufus Putnam House. Both of them are at the mm-hmm. Campus Martius site. The Rufus Putnam House, I can't verify this, but I would guess that Rufus Putnam is an ancestor of the Putnam who built the Anchorage later on. I was going to say, it's, it's, I've been hearing a lot of Putnams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This cannot be a coincidence. Putnam is not that... Um, huh? Not back I, then. No, I don't know. The only Putnam I can think of is the actual historical figure who was a character in The Crucible. It's been so long since I read The Crucible. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember who Putnam was. I don't know if it was the main character. No, it wasn't the main sure character. there was a Putnam? There was, def- there was okay. 100% a Putnam. I remember they kept calling you to the goodie. Oh, like, yeah. Goody, Goody Smith and yeah. Goody Jones. I, I think I Putnam that. was like the angry neighbor who like mm. wanted him to hang just because he didn't like him or something. Something like that. I was in the I Crucible. Remember, I remember Winona Ryder played one in, in the movie. Yep. I remember at the end they they they're like accused of being a witch and according to Puritan legend, a witch can't say the Lord's Prayer. So they're all standing there saying the Lord's Prayer and before they say Amen, they pull it and they die. <laughs> that's what I remember. That Renona Ryder and that scene, that's all I got. There is a Putnam in the show. That's fine. I well, I mean, when you have Proctor and Putnam, I'm like... Also, I'm pretty sure Ohio has a Putnam County. We are going on a so, weird tangent No, that's right. So apparently, we're Ohio has been influenced by the Amish. Yes. And also the... Putnams. Um, no. Wait, that says New York. Let me read before I confirm. Oh. So still just the Amish. Gotcha. Wait. Yes. Yes. Putnam for the win. That'd be a good. That'd be a good uh, football team name. Actually, the <laughs> Marietta team, the, the Marietta They're College the pioneers. team, the pioneers, which is fitting. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I saw that too. So we've we've got another museum in Marietta oh, that is Pioneers and Putnams. That's what you could name it. Ooh, that's good. I like it. I like it. Another museum and the last museum, I promise, is one that I think is. Almost creepier than yours. Oh, I didn't say mine was creepy. I just thought it was really interesting. Well, there's a creepiness to a museum. Fun. Fun fact. It was a fun fact, interesting museum. Well, okay, this is a fun museum, too. It's the Children's Toy and Doll Museum. Yes, no, I, I do not like... Dolls are creepy, and I know people who collect them, and it's like they're lined up on the shelf above you and watch you sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why do you do that? No, thank you. So they have everything from really early dolls up to Barbie dolls and G.I. Joes. They're referring to G.I. Joes as dolls. I disagree. Cupid uh, dolls, which were Guys from- can play with dolls. It's how they become good fathers. Yeah, that's true. I don't understand why people are so upset about that. Anyway. Anyway. Moving right along. Um, yeah, Cupid dolls are... Creepy. Cupy dolls are really creepy. Have you ever been to Cupy? Weird. What's a Cupy doll? So, it's a. It we used to be a much bigger chain. It was a hamburger chain. That no, was no, no, no. It's a Cupy doll. What's it? First of all, she asked, "What's a Cupy doll?" It's a little baby doll that mm-hmm. is. It's a generic little plastic baby doll that's naked. That's and naked. Has big eyes that stare at you. That thing. So then, someone started a burger chain around 
that. Oh, I thought the chain was first. No. The doll was, I thought the chain. Uh, we need Let to me oh, check. Wow. I'm checking Wikipedia. Don't you guys worry. Yeah. One was, we'll figure that out in a second. But, um. Well, well QP was an Ohio chain. It was it Ohio is. based. It's, it still is in existence. There's someone in Lima. Oh, yeah, there might be a couple left. It's yeah. much, much smaller than it used to be. Yeah, my parents really like it. and oh, I've never been. Wait, what's, what do you guys, so there's a, also a restaurant chain called Cupid? Yes. Spelled and I, the exact I same just, way. Because that was their mascot, was the, the Cupid doll. Yeah, so the I thought that the doll I thought came they like, first. I thought they were like one of the first uh, children's uh, toy no. things. And they, no, they would but just give you a you, doll. When you walk into a Cupid's. The doll line like a border around a house, like in in, in a <laughs> like in, in your house when you up at the up at the top of the ceiling, like you know how you have like a border, like some people put wallpaper or crown molding. They have shelves of Cupid dolls. Wikipedia and I don't says why people nothing. collect them because there aren't that many varieties of them. They're all hang on. When was the Cupid doll invented? Nineteen twelve. Um, it's the illustrate. It's they were they came from a comic strip. Oh yeah, they. It, they that expression is just so it's, off. It really is. It's so yeah. This might be the creepiest museum in Marietta, uh, but I would still go. Um, there, there's definitely something nostalgic about a museum of toys. I'm also not seeing anything about uh, 1928. Uh, an actual like a restaurant. So Cupy. I see something about Cupy mayonnaise. Cupy, okay, so this, the restaurant is spelled different. It's K-E-W-P-E-E. Oh. And then the Cupy doll spelled differently. But um, Cupy came, the Cupy... Oh, I see now. Cupy okay. hamburgers um, started in 1928. Oh, it started in, in Michigan, actually. 1923. Yeah. Second oldest chain. The chain is Isn't named really after the Cupy doll. Yeah, that's... Yeah, the chain is after... Okay. And... Current headquarters is in Lima. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. okay, that's why it's okay. Um, yeah, which we will Q- get to. Yeah, there's only five Cupid locations. You can find some of those dolls at uh, at the museum. But yeah, the, yeah, Cupid dolls. We'll, we we got to take you there. So I have a my entire family is um, not my entire family, but my mom's oldest brother. A lot of that family is into medicine, so. Nurses, RAs, all that. RNs, not RAs, RNs. And so the, the slogan for Cupies is hamburger pickle on top. Oh, sorry. Hamburg pickle on top make your heart makes your heart go flippity flop. So they say it'll make your heart go flippity flop in other ways too because it's so greasy. Yeah. Yeah. Make your heart go flippity stop. Yes. I think that's, what, that's actually I think what they say. It makes your heart go flippity stop. We'll take you there. Oh, I don't know if I... I I don't feel like I don't know being if I surra- need to go somewhere that makes your heart go flippity stop. <laughs> I don't know. It, you can get a kid's meal. a place meal. where you're surrounded by creepy naked dolls staring at you. Yeah, don't I also don't want to go there. No, you're, you're, you were going there. I'm not going there. You guys can go nope, there. No, you're going there to say you've been there, and then you get to complain on here about how awful it was. I'm good. I need to be able to sleep at night. So uh, another significant thing I was able to find about Washington County was in the city of Belpre, that was one of the uh, major film locations for a Steven Soderbergh film. Uh, Soderbergh was known for Aaron Brockovich and the Oceans movies, Oceans 11, Ocean oh, 12. Good movies. Um, he, he 
had this movie that was set in and filmed in Belpre called, get this, Bubble. Kind of like us. And it, I, yeah. That's kind of ironic. I like it. So Bubble was actually a very significant movie because of how it was distributed. Um, this was an experiment with Soderbergh and the production company was owned by Mark Cuban. And the idea was to release the DVD, the movie, and uh, the pay-per-view all on the same day. Now, after the COVID pandemic, that's pretty normal. But in 2006, when this movie came out, this was a really unique idea. And it, um, in this article from, and everything's just coming around so perfectly, from the LA Times, they uh, mention several uh, important celebrities and filmmakers who were really against this move. Um, So M. Night Shyamalan was... Uh, spoke out against this movie and found it very disturbing that uh, they were doing it. Well, I'm it disturbed received... by M. Night Shyamalan, so, you know. <laughs> it also received criticism from um, Ron Howard. A lot of people are very uncomfortable with this idea that you can release the DVD at the same time as the movie theater because it would make the movie theater obsolete. That didn't become a trend until... Recently. Very recently, but uh, it started with this movie called Bubble. So I I would like to go. I haven't seen the movie. I okay, can't. what's Listen, it about? I just went to the Wikipedia page. Okay, do yourself a favor. Don't because <laughs> the picture is disturbing. Um, <laughs> and to bring us in even more of a circle. Yeah, it's um the the I'm guessing the lead act the lead character um she works at a doll all factory. The no, work she doesn't. Do- all yes. of the characters work at oh, a doll, doll factory. factory. Oh wow! It is about a murder. Involving these characters at a doll factory. What's it rated? It's rated R. Is it gory? Is it a gory murder? Is it like, no, no this well, is like Knives Out. I murder. haven't actually seen the film, so I can't say You didn't look up much. like the parental warnings? Well, I, I saw that it was rated R for language. I don't oh, know okay. what the murder's like. Um, I didn't watch the murder, but so... I would, listen, just me. Yeah? I would be more creeped out if I was in a a doll factory or a doll museum than if I was standing <laughs> next to somebody who murdered somebody else. Oh, you I, probably have. I would, well, knowing Statistically, that, oh, knowing, okay, gotcha. If I knew that Nick murdered somebody on purpose, I would feel less creeped out sitting right here next to him than if I was standing in that doll museum. Well, you're still alive, so you're obviously wow. not his type to kill. Not so you're fine. <laughs> he could be playing the long haul. That's long true. Game. He could be playing the long game. Nick, are you playing the I'm game? trying to think of a universe where I would be the murderer of the three of us. Which also- <laughs> what are you trying to say, Nick? So, in this movie, it's Martha and Kyle who, um, who work in this factory. He doesn't have a car, so he carpools with her. They have a friendship um, that is valued more by Martha than by Kyle. And then Rose comes in, this, this younger woman. And that's where things start to move into murder territory. Martha kills? I'm not going to say who kills. I'm not going to say who kills who. Who, One of the three is murdered. Who ends up dead? 
He has, doesn't know. He's never seen it. I, I, know. I haven't seen it. Oh, I didn't any time. My soon. favorite thing about this movie is that the cast was all local people who weren't actors. That is very cool. That that is. They so, didn't. They say that they found the lead actress in like a drive-in or a drive-through. She, she was the manager of a KFC. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And so, and it's about like kind of the the dark side of blue collar life. And so they got people who are actually living that, hopefully in a much, much better situation than that. And I'd be curious to know what what current Belpre residents feel about this movie, uh, because it it doesn't present it as the best place to live. You know, it's a little bit of an industrial wasteland with creepy doll factories where people are murdered. When did Roger Ebert die? Um, Probably the early 2010s. So okay, like he reviewed this movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just wanted to make sure that it was actually yeah. him and not someone using yeah, his name. Yeah, he very Some, much liked it. He loved it. He gave it four stars. Um, Which is the highest he would give. And he, he said, and, you know, the first his first paragraph of this review was just kind of like giving a, a small synopsis of it. Yeah. And this next, the next two sentences is, I haven't made this movie sound enthralling, <laughs> but it is. He... Yeah. Loved this movie. I want to see this movie. Roger Ebert and I are very opposite because I saw just a couple <laughs> scenes from the trailer, and I'm like, "That's a lot of doll <laughs> heads." So I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. gracefully yeah. bow out of that yeah, one. Yeah. You um, watch it. Tell us how I it will, is, Nick. I will watch it. With I was you. looking for it. It doesn't stream anywhere now. It was the movie where they they released the streaming on the same day as the 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 movie. It, Pioneered that, and they they don't have it anymore. We need the DVD, is what you're saying. Yes, you. Yeah, um, I've got to get the DVD. Buy the DVD, Nick. I'll watch it with you because I'm going to prove once again that Roger Ebert and I do (laughs) not agree on anything. So you're going to watch this movie just to prove to me that you're going to hate it? Yes. Wow. Like my Jane Austen curse. I will reread on Amazon for eight dollars. There you go. Decent for a DVD. Mm -hmm. It's a short movie. Yeah, it's only an, like an hour and ten minutes. Yeah. Which, like- I mean, I already know what happens, but there's one other thing about uh, the county that we haven't discussed, and that is the vast majority of the county that's not in Marietta and Belpre. A good portion of this is in the Wayne National Forest. Yep. Mm-hmm. So the Wayne National Forest is um, its the only national forest in Ohio, which sounds bad, but I think a lot of states don't have any national forests. Most of Ohio is is a lot of... We have state we have forests. State. Yeah, thank you. Yes. We have, state we have a lot of state forests, but this is our only national forest. Yes. It's actually in three chunks that are not connected. Um, so one of the chunks is mostly in Washington County, Ohio. The unique thing about Wayne National Forest was much of it was actually deforested and then reforested. So the forest here is mostly planted in the 40s Hmm. or i think maybe the 30s it might have been actually like a new deal thing but people who were not doing well on their land would sell it to the government to reforest okay and so a large portion of wayne national forest is fairly recent forest reforested yes it's a baby forest yeah it really is but, uh, yeah, that's the last area I have. Um, that's what you got, putting. We're, we're hoping to, to do an episode like this um, for every county. Again, that's not every episode's going to be county-based, but I, I think this went well, don't you? Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry for all the coughing. Um, 
my voice is completely fried. I went to Cedar Point yesterday and screamed my voice raw. So I am recovering. You sound fine to me. I feel like I have some vocal fry going on. Maybe I'll notice it when I'm editing. Maybe you'll notice when you're editing, but I, I'm constantly but coughing. I, I think you're just more self-conscious than Maybe anything. Maybe I am. But yeah, I, I thought it went well. Um, but yeah, so we're st- we started with Washington County, and we'll uh, jump to another one when we can. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, uh, join us next time. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on iHeartRadio, on many different podcast apps, pretty much most of them. Um, also, please uh, rate and review us wherever possible, and please subscribe. You can also find us on Instagram. We are the Ohio at the Ohio Bubble Podcast. Um, you can we are comment. the at Ohio Podcast Bubble. You know what? Listen, we still love you, Kelsey. It's okay. Words are I, hard. I, I gotcha. I, I I'm still new to Instagram, so I'm not quite sure if at is in front of them. I think it is, but it's the Ohio Bubble Podcast. Um, so go ahead and comment. I will figure out how to respond to comments. We'll get there. We'll get there. It's a learning curve for me. Yeah, and if uh, Instagram isn't your thing, we do have a website. It's theohiobubblepodcast.podbean.com. Uh, you can join the conversation there. Leave a comment um, and we look check us out from you. Yeah, we- we're willing to enter into conversation with you. Tell us what you think. Thanks, everybody. All right, we'll I'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Are you going to stop recording?